Mark and Dan. Mark and Dan. Podcast. Mark and Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of Mark and Dan Meets World. I'm Dan Brown. And I'm Mark McKay. Mark, how you doing today, buddy? I'm actually writing a script right now about your life. So I gotta ask you a question so I get everything right. Dan, where are you from? Here. Okay. Uh, Dan was raised by wolves. Alright, got it. Cool. That sounds about right. Thank you guys so much for, for tuning into another episode. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 19, Wrong Side of the Tracks. This got 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb with 168 likes, with 168 votes. This episode came out February 24th, 1995. Mark, what an all-around good episode. Yeah, uh, so Disney Plus actually thinks the description of this episode should be Corey convinces Sean that what matters is making the right life choices, which is like half the entire series. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, this show went on for 150 some episodes. Yeah. That rounds up about 140 something of them. Yeah. So you can literally copy and paste this and then put it in the cult episode. You can put it in the episode where Sean runs away and hides under Mr. Feeney's desk. <laughs> There's so many other episodes. Well, in this episode, we do see Sean kind of being a playboy. He asks a girl out. She says yes. You notice that this girl is dressed pretty nice. Her name is Jill Hollinger. She is played by Rebecca Herps. Herps? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. Anyway, one of those things. And she was on <laughs> 1,887 episodes of General Hospital. God damn. And how many of those have you seen? Not a one. Neither have I. <laughs> But Corey shows up. He, he points out to Sean, hey, you're talking to a classy girl. Eric and Jason are making fun of him when they walk by. You see Eric talking to a girl that's played by Valerie. Uh, that's Valerie. She's played by uh, Christy Clark. And does she look familiar to you? She does. Where is she from? She is also Nebula Stop the War Lawrence. This is Topanga's sister. I did not put that together. Yeah. Dude. I looked it up, too. I looked up her IMDb and then it just popped up Nebula. I was like, wait, is this, is this Topanga's sister? And then I was like, yeah, that's Topanga's sister. Dude, I did not put that together. Wow. Yeah, they just straightened her hair out and then it's a different character now. Man. Well, apparently Stop the War pick up ice skating in her free time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she tells Eric she can't go on a date because she spends all of her time skating. And then that is where... Jason lies. She says that Eric loves skating, so they set up a date, which you would have to think that they live relatively close to each other. And if this girl spends all of her time skating, how did she never see Eric at the skate park? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. how many skating rinks are there in Philadelphia? We cut the Turner's class. He's talking about the assignment. You have to write a paper on somebody. Topanga wants to write it on Katie Couric. Uh, 
Corey wants to write it on Captain Kirk. Uh, Turner tells him that it has to be a real person, a legitimate person, and it doesn't matter who. They just have to be a real-life person. And Corey says, I pick Sean, and Sean picks Corey. And <laughs> Turner walked right into that one. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's where we see our little joke at the beginning of the episode. Uh, they're in the lunchroom, and Corey's making up Sean's bio, you know, about living with wolves and that kind of stuff. You. Sean sees Jill and then Jill cancels the date on Sean and Sean goes back really disappointed because he thought they, they were hitting it off. He thought that it was going to be something fun. Corey goes to talk to her friend, Mindy. That's played by Cher Astor. It's actually her second time on the show. Yeah. She was the all girls are icky chick. Yes. Yes, she was. Um, which is funny because she says there's no way that Jill would ever go out with Sean. They don't belong in the same circle. And it was like, we watched you will be willing to go out with Sean. Really, not that many. Yeah, episodes. a couple of episodes ago when he was After running for office. Icky, but she said there was no way her Jill's parents would let her go out with Sean. Um, Sean's feeling down on himself, and he realizes that all he's ever going to be is trailer park trash. We cut back over to Eric and Jason. They're talking about how he can't skate. Uh, uh, the next thing we know, we see Morgan. She's helping Corey and Sean out with the pictures for the project. You know, Sean's sitting down. He's looking at all these pictures. He realizes, you know, Corey's house was different. He, Corey hasn't always lived in the house that he lives in now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, you've always lived in a house. And he goes, yeah, well, this other house, you know, wasn't as big as this one. And Sean realizes, like, they that even him and Corey come from two different places. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't realize that that's not important to Corey yet. Mm-hmm. Is it – have we ever, like, heard anything up till now where – we establish that Sean lives in a trailer park. We have at a couple of points. Okay. Cause I, I know we've, we know that Sean is poor, yeah. like especially from the Christmas episode from season one where, uh, Corey gives Sean the, the ball in the net the ball. Yes. Yeah. The, and um, then he gets in the net. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first, uh, inkling that he was poor. But yeah. This is like when, like they're kind of driving it more home that like, yeah, he's, 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 his family's poor. Mm-hmm. So Sean leaves the Matthews house. Um, he asks Corey if he wants to come over for dinner, and he goes, "Oh, is your dad making fish on on his <laughs> on his engine again?" Yeah. Uh, and and Sean is realizing that Corey doesn't like being at his place as much as Sean likes being at Corey's place. Mm-hmm. Not that it matters too much to Corey, but anyway, the next day at school, Sean has been up to some bad stuff. You know. The, the rats have been freed. The clocks have been turned ahead 12 hours forward. That's where we see Mindy and, and Jill, and or it could have been another girl, and they're about to head to the library, and Mr. Feeney tells them that the only way to get to the library right now is by canoe. Uh, <laughs> it's been flooded, and he, somebody needs their big mop, so he calls on Janitor Bud. What? Not you! <laughs> uh <laughs> But there we we see call, Sean openly call himself Trailer Park Trash. Uh, and he sees Harley and the goons. He sees Frankie and Joey. And could they have picked anyone who did not look like Harley more than Kenny Johnson? Yes. All right. So <laughs> this leads <laughs> to Mark. this guy? <laughs> this leads to Mark McKay's theory of the week. So uh, my theory is Minkus... You know how uh, in season one where he was working on that time travel yeah, he, thing? He, yeah, the, the, 
times a series of repetitions. Okay, so Minkus was on the other side of the school working on his theory of time travel when he accidentally, instead of discovering time travel, he discovers alternate, alternate dimension travel. This is the point where Harley Kiner comes in and he's going to like kind of just beat up Minkus and take his lunch money. And then as he does it, Harley gets caught in a time warp and swaps spots with Earth to Harley Kiner. And that's why this Harley Kiner is portrayed by Kenny Johnson. You would think somebody would notice a little bit of a facial difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Sean talks to this Harley. He tells you he tells him he wants to hang out with him. Uh, Corey starts to question Sean. He goes, hey, man, why you want to hang out with these clowns? The bell rings. Sean walks away. And Corey is just, he just wish he knew where Sean was going. And you start to see really that Corey is really concerned about his friendship. Outside in the next scene, we see Corey go talk to Mr. Feeney while he's gardening. Feeney is at first flattered that Corey wants to ask him some questions because he thinks he's going to do the project on him. Which that would have been great. I would have loved to know Mr. Feeney's backstory. Well, apparently he's not from Boston. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's about as far as we got. Yeah. Um, well, he does have a sister, for what we learned last week. <laughs> but Corey asks him a very important question. He goes, if people turn out a certain way just because of where they're from. And Feeney talks about, you know, it's the whole nature versus nurture thing. Which we do see Feeney talk about this subject again in season six when he goes back to college and he finds himself in Jack, Eric, and Rachel's class. <laughs> and, and Feeney can't seem to get out of his nature while... Rachel gets out of her nurture. Um, I'm sure we can add a porn joke in there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll talk more about that when we get to Rachel <laughs> in the show. The next scene is where we actually get our introduction from. Because Jason gives Eric a tape on how to learn how to skate. Mm -hmm. He just said he dubbed over his mom's weight loss tape. Um, Eric says, that's not true. Your mom... As big as a house. Um, he goes, yeah, and she did it in just six weeks. Um, <laughs> Eric was going to tell um, his date that he can't skate, but then she he, she walks by and says, you know, these skirts are just getting so short or pretty soon it's like I'm not wearing anything. Oh, hi, Eric. Uh, <laughs> so Eric decides to take the tape. And so at this point right here, that it leads to this week's Ad of the Week. There are way too many hours in the day. You're a busy person. You have no time to learn all the things that make you happy. Like ice skating. Well, let me introduce to you, learn how to ice skate while you sleep. Tapes by Jason Marsden. In just eight hours a night, while you sleep, you can also learn to ice skate. Like Nancy Kerrigan. Before she gets hit in the leg. By Jason Marston's 32 set of cassettes. The Learn How to Ice Skate While You Sleep tapes by Jason Marston. Sure, it's a mouthful to say, but it's worth it to learn how to ice skate. And I'm not just a spokesman, I'm also a customer. How good do you ice skate? Uh, I'm actually pretty... Uh... I'm pretty terrible, actually. I am, too. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But what's really terrible is what's happening next. Joey and Frankie are teaching Sean how to be a thug. 
They send Sean to go get some bagels. Corey sees him. He tries to get Sean to break up the friendship. They get into the argument. Sean says, you know, he just wants to get where he's supposed to be now, which is essentially being on the wrong side of the tracks where they get the name of the show from. Oh, now I get it. Corey hits the locker. Turner sees what's going on. He goes to talk to Corey and he tells him, he's like, hey, I've seen Hunter hanging out with you guys. And Harley thinks, oh, am I going to get a speech from you? And then Mr. Turner tells him, oh, you're going to get more than a speech if Hunter's not back in his class. And then that's where Harley comes up with his initiation for Sean. Yeah. This fucking well, diet Harley Kiner is like he's doing a parody of a parody of this Harley Kiner. Yeah. Then we see Eric in bed. He's sleeping. He's listening to the tape while it says skate over food. Um, <laughs> so anytime they talk about how food has no control over you, it's how you can skate really, really good. Yeah. Uh, which this is why we made the intro video for the podcast the way we did. <laughs> Let's yeah. just dub over the one part where it's clearly <laughs> obvious. <laughs> yeah. So and then he has a dream where Nancy Kerrigan pulls him out and just kind of like shows him how to ice skate and he he learns pretty well uh so i I have a a quick story so do you remember when the nancy kerrigan thing happened where she got hit in the leg no not at all okay (laughs) i remember at my grandma's house uh watching something on the news uh, where she's just going, why, why, like screaming. I remember that vividly. And then my brother probably remembers it more. He's like three, four years older than me. And um, so when we were little around this time, my brother and I, we played a game where we would hit each other in the leg with, with things. <laughs> and we'd go like, Nancy Kerrigan, and then just hit each other in the leg with like a bat or like some random thing. And uh, we also developed this other game because we saw a picture of Mahatma Gandhi and he was holding like a walking stick. (laughs) So um, this led to us uh, going to Mark's, which those who don't live in Cleveland, it's like a a shitty grocery store that prides itself on how shitty it is. Yep. (laughs) Uh, And I'm not saying I'm better than it. I I still shop there. So uh, Mark's randomly sold these three dollar wooden canes so my brother and i bought them and then we would just go gandhi stick and then we'd hit each other gandhi never hit anybody no sticks (laughs) so that was the funny thing so (laughs) another thing uh when my dad uh he starts walking with sticks now and then uh Whenever, like, my brother and I are at my parents' house, we would grab my dad's stick and go, Gandhi stick, Nancy Kerrigan, bam, and then just hit each other in the leg. <laughs> and it hurts even more because, like, we both work out, so we throw, like, we, we don't hold back. We just fall on launch each other, hit each other with these wooden sticks. Are you hitting each other in the back of the leg, like, on the calf, or, like, where the bone is? Pretty much anywhere we can hit <laughs> Well, I imagine Corey's dad would stop him and Eric if he ever saw that happening. Because his dad stepped in when he saw Corey pouring orange juice on his cereal. Uh, he tells his dad, Corey tells his dad that Sean doesn't want to be his friends anymore because he grows up thinking that they're going to stop being friends. And that's where dad really kind of steps in and goes, you know, Corey, I don't think Sean's really mad at you. He's just really mad at all the things that are going on right now. 
Um, but right now you need to understand that sometimes people push you away when they need you the most. Mm-hmm. Cut back to school. Harley and the goons are there with Sean. Uh, you see Turner's bike, um, which is really the first time we really see Turner's bike. And maybe yeah. the only t- time we don't well, even we, see it. in. The, oh, we do we, see it in the one. We kind of yeah. saw it last week where Uncle Mike scratched off the, the serial numbers. You're right. Yeah, we did see that. But we do see. Uh, so <laughs> apparently Turner just gets his his motorcycle back from the shop and there's some goons out there with a baseball bat. Um, yeah. So Sean this is two weeks. This would have been two weeks in a row where Mr. Turner's poor bike gets destroyed. He really yeah. cares about this bike. Well, Court Sean gets a bat. He swings and he misses. Um, he says he's just kind of warming up, and they pressure him to do it. And then Corey shows up just in time, and he tries to take the bat away from Sean. He goes, "You know, Sean, if you belong here, I belong here." He wants the first swing at the bike. Turner runs out, and you can tell that Turner ran down all the steps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's he fucking leaping like, over kids. <laughs> he was uh, he was getting a handy from Mrs. Thompson during their free period, and he looked out the window and saw the bike. So, uh, you know, he had, <laughs> he had jizz on his shirt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why he pulled that tie down lower. <laughs> yeah. so he couldn't see it. That's why he was so out of breath. Uh, <laughs> he had to put his pants on while he was running down the steps. Um but he runs out and he says like, oh, it looks like there's a couple of thugs out here who are about to attack my bike. And, you know, we see Harley be kind of a, a, a pussy here and be like, oh, no, you know, we, good thing we were here. We were protecting them. And, you know, the goons walk away and Turner's out there and he's talking with Sean and Corey. More so with Sean saying, you know, hey, you didn't swing. You had the choice to make the swing. Uh, you had a choice to do the damage and to cross that line. But you didn't do it. And losers like that don't have friends like Corey. Mm. Um, yeah, because Corey like stood up to Harley. Like he showed like tremendous balls, just mm-hmm. getting right into Diet Harley Kiner's face, and then just like, no, this is my friend. And then like how Mister Turner came down and saved Corey from getting murdered. He was just like, yeah, Sean, do you really think that somebody's gonna stick their neck out and just get their ass beat for somebody who is trash? No, he he's your he's gonna stand by you yeah so that was a that was a good way to end the serious topic of the show the mr feeney lesson of the week uh which i pretty much kind of picked up from what uh alan was saying earlier and from like this last scene with mr turner it's uh kind of like a dual thing where people push you away when they need you the most which is kind of true so if you have like a friend who they're just kind of like just not being them, they're kind of being more distant. That's when you should try to like, you know, be more of a friend, kind of go out there and see like, Hey man, what's going on? How's your head? Are you, are you doing okay? Is everything okay? What can I do to help? Uh, because uh, Corey was more out there. Like he was just trying to like, Sean, I'm here for you. Let me stick my neck out to like make, to let you know that I'm your friend. Mm-hmm. And also uh, another one that I kind of picked up from like, what Mr. Turner was talking about is you control your destiny. Like we, we kind of picked this up a couple episodes ago, but don't let, you know, that rich girl, Holly, whatever the fuck her name was say, Oh, you're poor. You live in a trailer home. Therefore you're trash and you're just going to be trash. You're going to be, you know, a thug. You're going to be a criminal. It's like, no, if you know what's right from wrong and pick up that like, Hey, maybe I shouldn't do this. This is the right thing. 
you ultimately control your destiny. You have the option to swing the bat at Mr. Turner's bike or not. And I think you should look that up with like any situation you are in, like especially if it's like a like a heavy moment. You're like put yourself in Sean's shoes at this moment where if he swings the bat and hits Mr. Turner's bike, he can go one way. But if he yeah. misses it and then just kind of eats time for Corey to kind of save him, you go another way and, you know, you control your destiny. Well, I'm going to say that something else could have been controlled in this episode. Because that the next scene, Harley Kiner? It's not that. <laughs> it's that in the next scene, Eric and Valerie just got done. She's asking Eric, how did you become such a good skater? And then she asked Eric to go to Chubby's. Now, Eric freaks out because the tapes he played. And he's like, food has no power over me. And then Jason comes in with a hot dog and he scares Eric away. And then he gives the, the hot dog to Valerie. Here's my issue. She said no to a date with Eric because mm -hmm. she spends all of her time ice skating. And then after they go ice skating, she offers to go on a date with Eric. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she she's literally saying, let's go do the thing I said that I don't have time to do. Uh, I also looked it up. We never see this diet Harley Kiner ever again. And the reason why we've like took a couple episodes where we didn't see Harley Kiner. I don't remember the last episode we saw our Harley Kiner that we love. Um, but I looked it up and the reason why... Danny McNulty wasn't in this episode and they got diet Harley Kiner is because I guess he was having like, um, kind of like mental issues where he just couldn't deal with the stress of being on TV and stuff. I mean, doing TV is pretty stressful, especially at, you know, you're 20. I think we said he was 22 at this time. Something like uh, that. Yeah. So yeah, it, it definitely kind of like build up like more stress and anxiety. So, uh, I, I'm just glad that, he took the steps to kind of ease his mind and kind of ease who he is to eventually come back. Cause I really do enjoy Danny McNulty as Harley Kiner. And if anybody has like mental problems or anxiety, you know, talk to us, we'll, we'll definitely help you out. We, we don't want you to be replaced by a diet version of, of yourself. No, we do not, but we do greatly appreciate you guys listening to the show. IMDB gave this 7.9 out of 10 with 168 votes. I'm going to round this bad boy up to 8.5. Yep, I'll side with you on that one. Solid 8.5. Uh, great message, great humor, and um, yeah, we got to throw in some Nancy Kerrigan jokes. And next week, we're going to have a couple more jokes for you as we look at Season 2, Episode 20 of Boy Meets World, the show called Pop Quiz. That's the one where Corey and Sean have a pop quiz. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Are you reading the Disney Plus description? No, I'm actually giving, I guarantee you the Disney Plus subscription description is going to be way less detailed than that. Uh, I, I, I'm going to look it up. I, I'm not, I'm not going to give it out. Okay. Not bad, but not great. But uh, yeah, you guys are going to have to tune in next week for this description. That's next week. This week, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Please like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thrilled. Like us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at world. Subscribe wherever you listen to. But that's it for this week. See you next week. For Mark, I'm Dan. Have a good night. Do good. Mark and Dan.
Mark and Dan Podcast. Mark and Dan.